Welcome to Two Full Podcast. We are back. Oh, baby. Spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen these films, don't listen to this. Or do. Hey, I'm a llama. That's your mama. great, Phil. What's up with me? <clears throat> my name is Jake Dragish. With me is Phil Dragish, my brother. Yes, that's me in the house. And my cousin, Phil, uh, Tim. <laughs> it For breaks Tim. your llama's ass. What? Winamp. It really kicks. Is it like that? Yeah, it really it kicks whips the, the llama's ass. ass. It whips the llama's ass. Whips, I think. I said whips. Whips. Oh, I thought it was kicks. Wrong. Kiss? Anyway, we are we are three dudes. Uh, <laughs> wow. Great start. Three dudes uh, <coughs> on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, specifically called Twofold. Twofold. And here we are. H- how's it going, guys? What's up? What's up? Well, I'm very pleased to be back on Twofold after not being there for a Man. fortnight. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, we go. We 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 found out what what, what the word is. Yeah, um, Tim just found this out just now. And yeah, yeah, we keep kept saying like, "See you in two weeks. See you in uh, next week." And we we could have all yeah. this time just be saying, "See you in a fortnight." <laughs> Would have been great, but and get those late. kids, get those get those kids listening in with those tags. Yeah. <laughs> so how you guys doing? How you doing, Tim? I'm good. I, I wasn't at the Star Wars Fortnite special, so I didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that, right? Our, our um, well, nephew. My, my old nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a yeah. nephew. And a nephew. He's bummed out. He was waiting for yeah. the special event. I, I don't know I, what that is, because I'm an old man. Yeah. So yeah. maybe some youngsters. Because I was confused. Um, <clears throat> his name is Benny, and I was confused. That I thought he was talking about seeing the film, like the premiere yeah. right, of Star right. Wars, but then I was like a little bit lost. Which Star Wars? The new one. Oh. Rise of Sky what, Guy. What's it called? Sky Rise of Sky Guy. It's called uh, Sky Lord. <laughs> Sky Lord. <laughs> Sky Lord. Or Lucatron is the working title. Oh, wait, wait, Star Wars. It, another Rise. Well, was there another Rise before? It's was the there rise Star Wars fall. Rise? <laughs> no. So, there was always someone rising, someone falling. <laughs> the last there should be called? something in between. You know, like <laughs> what was the last one called? The Last Jedi, right? Yeah, the Last Jedi. Yeah. And Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Remember so The Force the Awakens, The Last Jedi, now The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Yes. And then cool. presumably cool. episode 10 will be The Fall. The Fall. <laughs> the Fall. The Fall. The Rise and The Fall. The yeah. Fall right. of the New Republic. Well, I just wanted to say that this is an interesting yeah. episode because for the first time, I think, we don't hear a uh, um, mm. a can opening. Well, well, first of all, cue oh, the yeah. intro. Very ah, good. Very good. good. Yeah. yeah, no, no can, no. Music I, I'm to drink, my ears. I'm drinking water. Um, drinking water. It's Times change. Today, yeah. just plain old water. Plain old no water for me as well. Nice. Wow, I did have a beer nice. earlier, earlier, the um, nice folks so that I that go take pictures at their quiz. They bought me a beer, so. Great. How many beers did you have? <laughs> just, <laughs> just one. Just one. Good, good. Just You're working. <laughs> that would be yes, bad. Yes, yes, yes. No, like no, no, no. And that was, that was towards the end. It was like, you know. Can I take a picture? Put it on Instagram. Yes, I'm assuming to you take photos at this quiz. Many like you've been taking for quite a while at this at this group gathering of quizzes. Yeah, it's very nice. Very cool. So I'm glad you guys are good. I'm doing pretty good as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, what did you pick? This show on the road. That's exactly what I want. On the road, eh? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I have. I have. have, Yeah. No, sorry. No, I I have a little preface, a little little warning beforehand. Mm. Mm. Um, I may be a bit of a fill this episode. Ooh. One, I've been feeling a little underweather. I've been a little bit sick this week, so I have a sore throat. So the more I talk, the more I cough. So I'll try to keep it on the down low. And secondly, uh, your choices um, uh, are are, are involved. No, no, no. Are 
Unconstitutional. No, 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 no. They involve foolish cars. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't like cars. Hey, me either. Well, this is a great. This and is and great, not guys. only do I not like cars, I don't particularly like car racing. So mm, it's going to no. be interesting. Well, I mean, me either, man. Well, we're going to get all that in this sweet, sweet episode. Of yeah. Podcast hey, with your host, Jake. let's do it. Uh, Jake, I have a car. Host. I have a car, but, you know, it's only like. Well, well for guys, use. guys. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But <laughs> okay. Cars. I'm gonna be, okay, I'm gonna be Phil here and say let's let's get to the film. And then cars allowed. They're dangerous, and they're not good for the environment. Very okay, fast. I, very I dangerous. Gonna We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's first say what we got. So two films today on the show. <laughs> Film number one is Ford v Ferrari or Ford versus Ferrari, also known as Le Mans '66 in Europe. Much better title than Europe or other territories. It says in uh, yeah, this is interesting. So Le Mans '66, I also think mm-hmm. is a better title. Yeah, but, but before watching the film, we thought it was confusing. Really? At least I thought it was. Why? I thought Ford v Why? Ferrari was better because it was more to the point and I understood what it was about. No, it's just more redneck. It's like, well, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, the no, goddamn no, Italians. <laughs> listen, listen. I think there's two ways to look at it. One way is what Phil was saying, which I agree. It's like Ford versus Ferrari is very to the point. It's like, you know, the war of, the of, war. of these, you the know, war. companies, you know. You want a war? It's very, very straight to the point. The Le Mans 66 is a cool title. I prefer it, but it's also very vague in the sense of like, Maybe no one knows about Le Mans. Who knows? I didn't know about Le Mans. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah, what but is no, Le Mans? you're not going to honestly. Go see the a movie title just Ford v. Fer- yeah, like, but the title I, Ford v. Ferrari made me want to see it because I knew, knew what the topic was going to be. You know, I saw the trailer okay. for sure, but then I remembered the movie because for it's what? a Ford v. Ferrari. Oh, for well, sure. That, I see. Well, that, but after seeing it, now that I know me. it, but now that I know it, this title but now that I know what Le Mans meant, <laughs> I like that title better. So hey, there we go. <laughs> All right, let's go racing. So, guys, uh, let me tell you a little bit about Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, please do. Le Mans 66. So, this is a movie that takes place in the 1960s. Hence the 66. When uh, Ford began a project to tackle the uh, the Ferrari dynasty that dominated uh, the racing world at this time. <laughs> I love the winning, angle. Uh, winning uh, the Le Mans 24-hour race year after year after year with their premium sports cars that they custom built. Uh, and it follows the uh, two characters. One uh, is Shelby, uh, Carol Shelby to be specific, who is a, a winner of Le Mans. He's who, a winner. Who, who, yeah. <laughs> he, he won Le Mans. Shelby he is a Le Mans. He, he, uh, he became famous for winning the Le Mans race. Well, yeah. What car was he driving? How, what car he was driving? I think a, a Aston Martin, I think, but I'm not sure. Are you sure? I thought it was a GM. I don't mind. Mm. Go ahead. Could be. Could be. Uh, you know, someone has to fact check me on that. And he wanted, he's, he's this uh, designer of cars, this entrepreneur. He has this company called Shelby American. He's got a hat. And then and he's then, got a hat and, and he's then, got a southern draw. And then Ford is like, oh, we love building cars. We're just making cars. We're the best ever. Just manufacture, make, make, make. But they were stagnating. I, I think so. Yes, Phil. I think they were stagnating. And then and then then the marketing team at Ford is like, we've been playing this wrong. We need to get into the race. We need to beat Ferrari. Well, it was Punisher and, from the market. Yeah, the too. Punisher. Was that who was the actor <laughs> from the Netflix Punisher? Yeah. yeah and, and and he's like, you know, we gotta like take this angle of making sports cars and and beat these guys these ferrari guys and then ford's like 
The, they try to sign a deal with Ford. Yeah, they try to sign a deal with Ferrari and, and the, the Ford uh, King. Because, well, they try to sign a deal because Ferrari was a bank, uh, mm. looming bankruptcy. Thank they you, didn't Tim. have any money, so they try to use it and yeah, get them and, and signed. That failed, and Fiat bought uh, Ferrari. Well, well, they, they, the used, they used Ford because they just wanted to get a higher price from Fiat, the local mm. brand. Fiat Punto, the classic. <laughs> <laughs> Punto. They were like, we'll build, build more fun Puntos. We built Ferrari uh, Punto. And so basically the CEO, the CEO of Ford is like skeptical about this whole thing. But he's like, you know, fine. You know, we'll, we'll try to get this, this going. And so... Try to get what going? Try to get this, get Ford to build a race car to compete. So they can, mm-hmm. yeah, for their market. Yeah. To, to, you know, bolster their image and say, look, look at us. Yeah. And so they go to this Shelby, Carol Shelby guy, right? Who won Le Mans early. That's right. Played by Matt Damon. He has this great company. And they come up to him and they're like, listen, man, you know, what would it take to get you to drive a Ford and beat Ferrari at Le Mans? And he's like, this is the greatest synopsis ever. And he's like, and he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he's, like, he's like, you know what? Money can't buy. That yeah. kind of a win. But I can get you the car. I mean, the guy who can drive the car, who can maybe win. And they're like, hmm. And then they go to this other guy, whose name is Ken Miles, British yeah. chap, played by Christian Bale. Yeah, da-da, da-da. Who lives in Los Angeles, like this. interestingly enough. He runs a, a you know a car mechanic shop, but he's also a race car driver. That's right. He's, he's, a, and, uh, he's, he, oh. he's the stuff, you know, he's the stuff. But he's living this humble life and troubled. He's troubled by the RAS. They're coming in and, you know, he's trying to make ends meet as his family. He's taking his shop. He's got a he's kid. He's taking his shop, you know, and he's he's a nice guy, but he's, you know, hot-headed. You know, he knows what he wants and he's just, yeah, he's not going to, you know, take any shit. And, and, then, and then, you know, Carol Shelby goes to him. And he's like, hey, man. You want me to trash your lights? And, and then basically <laughs> he vouches for Ken Miles. Ken Miles gets in the in the racing seat, <laughs> races, and they develop this supercar. I think it's called the GT40, I believe. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. and the thing about this car, right, is that they're it's kind of wonky. It's you know rough around the edges, but it's it's you know it's got it's, strange doors. Like they go all the way in on the yeah. top. Yeah. But what's the challenge? The challenge is how to beat, how to bleed, bleed, bleed how to beat how to these bleep. custom Ferraris that have been. Dominating, but what's the race. but what's These you know Ferraris, what's the problem? There's the a problem in here. The problem is that they have this um, you know this this battle with with the corporate Ford, trying to you know what do you want to say, Phil? Because it's bad for their image, and they don't want yeah, they, they, don't, they don't like English chaps. Christian Bale. Oh yeah, no, yeah, they don't, they don't like, like Christian Bale. They want a Ford guy in a Ford car, <laughs> exactly. and so it's the struggle, you know. But what I found interesting. Well, let me finish the synopsis. So then, uh, what happens is um, <laughs> Ken Miles. Where you were. Ken, Ken Miles, he's racing, he's racing at this race, uh, um, and he, he, he go on, he breaks all records. That's right. At the end, he breaks of the all movie. records, and yeah. um, and they and they win. Well, but he, he he couldn't win because Ford True. wanted all three Fords to finish mm. at the same time. Yeah, well, we'll he had so, a start point. Uh, he doesn't win, and then yeah. he dies. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so bad, and that's so uh, bad. Uh, based on the true story, rewind. yeah. Let's rewind. Um, I did not expect this ending, and it wasn't funny when I watched it. And I did not expect this ending because I didn't read anything about 
the story on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew and that. I, I, I really thought there was going to be like a more of a, you know, heartfelt tale where it's like good times, you know, after. And then he died. And I was very surprised, <laughs> honestly, with you. I was like, oh, man, no. Yeah. Well, if we if we, we could look at the story from behind, I, I, I thinking about the movie after, I was like, was it necessary to put that in the end? Like, it doesn't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. The focus felt like it was more about the the event more less than the like could they could have done people. the you know the classic based on a true story when they show the pictures of the real people and it says oh like yeah. oh he like, died a year died later yeah. yeah 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 because by the way interesting fact i did some research uh he didn't die like that what no 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 he died pancreatic cancer maybe like you write to him sometime later months maybe even years i can't remember but it was sometime later after Le Mans. okay uh, testing one of the new ford cars you know yeah uh, but it wasn't like that was portrayed in the film where he took like the right after spin. No, yeah, no yeah. it was later. It was later. And interestingly enough, they they talked about um, how the reason that happened was because it like there wasn't something on the car that could have prevented his death. And then a couple of years later, they developed that as a mandatory feature, mm-hmm. and the person was saved by that thing, which okay. makes it even sadder because he would have survived yeah. had they installed that yeah, thing yeah. on the car. So interesting things. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Interesting. Um, so that's the plot, basically, described okay. by me very well. Very good. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And there's one thing to note as well, is before the, the main race, he had to also race at Daytona, which is also a 24-hour race, but right. in America, not mm-hmm. France. Interesting. And I, I, I wasn't aware of such such crazy races, 24-hour races. Me either. <laughs> like, that seems ridiculous. That to me, is wild. Because like, when I was thinking about it in the movie uh, earlier, I was like, 24 hours, so that means they drive for 24 hours? Mm-hmm. And I thought, not in like in a circle. <laughs> I thought they'd drive like yeah, yeah, like around. Me too. Like across, me too. Exactly, across country. Like across country is interesting, especially like you have like two drivers and you switch and you're like, it's a road trip yeah. and you know, it's like a wacky race. <laughs> in circles. <laughs> just yeah. like laps. It's like, these is like, ugh. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing like appealing to me at all it's like oh this corner i gotta go the outer apex and <laughs> the outer break apex. here and it's like i gotta do this about seven million yeah. times i don't understand right. that but uh, can you hey. imagine that though like just by yeah. the way there's interesting things about that is that um if you notice in the film that the the racers actually do rest right between the races remember christian bale ken miles was sleeping yeah yeah at some point yeah yeah they have and like little changes it, right yeah, the changes, which I, I took me a while to figure out in the film. I don't yeah, me guys... too, because I'm not I'm not at all familiar with how these things are done. Sp- speaking and, of, oh sorry, you know, I just want to say that I read about it. Interesting that, that the, obviously the rules for the races in, in general, I'm sure, change over the years, and they probably mm-hmm. change over time. Yeah, the the traditions and the customs and the you know rules. And one of the rules is now that you can't have there has to be like a minimum rest period of half an hour for the racers, uh-huh. so it can't just be like oh, take a five minute break. Just a smoke break. Take a five minute power nap. (laughs) Three cigarettes. I would say no. It's just like it has to be minimum thirty. And there's like a lot of rules involved in this stuff. So to make sure that the drivers are not like putting themselves in danger. Because if you think about it, racing is super dangerous. It's it's super dangerous for yourself, and you're putting a lot of people in danger. And not even the drivers, just like the watchers. And I think that's like the the theme that combines that is you know prevalent in both of these movies that kind of spoke to me. It's like Races are, are dangerous now, but back in the day, this is ridiculous. He, like I there was totally just a agree. shot of like these cars just like going, you know, crazy speeds down the road, and there's a photographer on the grass there just taking pictures. Yeah, imagine if he got hit. 
that Ooh. dude would be just run like dead. Whoa. What's wrong with people? I, I I do not I do not understand any of these drivers. The you know whole funny? reasoning about like you know living on the edge and and just feeling that motor between their legs. You know, and, I want to say this is something that I also wondered about as well, and it got me thinking about yeah. sort of the mindset of racing. And when you think about it, like on one hand, racing and like cars are really cool, right? Because it's like because oh, they're and, fast and switching and, yeah. gears and just boom, power engine. Um, mm. But at the same time, you think about it, like my goodness, like uh, that's you know you could die just from racing, and it's a vocation yeah. for these people yeah. to race. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of like you know how some uh, people are involved in dangerous, or I guess were I suppose illegal now, but you know like bullfighting, not bullfighting the. Red flag and the bull. Yeah, <laughs> bullfighting. Yeah, bullfighting. Yeah, bullfighting. Yeah, you know something like very that. very bad like for the bull because you always. Oh dies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But not only that, but I'm saying like it's such a dangerous thing. It's like you could just be killed by the bull, and it's like why? Yeah, <laughs> you, you <laughs> could live. Why? And, and something like that. I hope future generations should just like just forget, like just just to stop it. Like it's like I understand the skill that is that required. Stop racing. I'm not saying that. I am. Stop okay. it. <laughs> stop it. Ding like, says you. But like if you want to race, you can race. I mean, you're an adult. What? <laughs> well, no, I'm like saying like, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to give him advice. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. So like, I understand the skill is required for, for both of these, like, you know, Formula One driving or, or driving super fast cars. I, I get it, you know, and I get why they're obsessed with it. I don't get the whole car boys and cars thing, but I get, mm-hmm. you know, the, the sort of like super crazy obsession. But I'm pretty sure there's safer and better ways to do this. Maybe maybe that's, that's not interesting to them because you're not on the edge if you're not dying. But like the whole, you know, 24-hour driving, super, you know, soup up your car, know your engine. But know here's your the house. thing I wanted to, to, to ask you guys is like, you know, this is a sport, right? Racing is a sport. Yeah. It's a sport. Um, it's a so sport. So I think, I think the, what you're saying is that you're asking for the reasoning is similar to asking the reasoning for why do people play sports. I think it's a very similar. No, no, concept. it's different. Oh, I, 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 well, I'm people don't die like in con- sports. Okay, besides the yes. dying, besides <laughs> That's what I'm dying, saying. If we assume that you are safe, let's just say, okay, it is in the same category. It's a competition. It's uh, being the best. Twe- it's tweaking your quick thinking. It's right. instinct. Yeah. It's getting switch better to bikes. Like bike, and, bike. You know, <laughs> like what's the French you know. one with the the long biking thing? What's Tour de France? Yeah. Yeah, Tour de France. Do that, you know, man. Like, yeah. you, you soup up your bike, you know, work Take your drugs. muscles. Take drugs your blood. and change yeah. your blood. Yeah. Change exactly. your blood. Perfect. I don't care. You're just hurting yourself. I, I don't give a shit. So you're, say, you're saying basically that as a racer, you're not only hurting yourself, yourself, you're you endangering. Could, you could kill another racer. Yeah, man. And I'm just like watching all of yeah. this and just like the loud ass noises. Like, anytime yeah, you, yeah. You, Oh, you, we have a story town, real quick. Okay, you're in on, town and like fine. some asshole with like a you know a super like a V8 thing just like revs that engine. I'm like, <laughs> it's so yeah. loud. I'm like, oh, stop it. Go mm, away. Go 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 True. go go away to your ancient times, you caveman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We have a story here. Um, I was we're in Indiana, right? In Indiana, yeah. people love the NASCAR because the Indy 5000 or whatever it's called, 1000, 2000, Indy 2000, 500, 500. <laughs> <laughs> the Indy, the Indy 500, you know, happens there. Oh, so everyone India. Loves I was like, why do keep saying India? I was like, India. Yeah, India. Okay. Yeah, In, yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah. So the Indian 500 always. The Indian 500. The Indian 500 <laughs> Is that always, like the, yeah. uh, you know, it's an, it's an event there, right? So everybody loves that stuff. You know, there's a lot of people who are very enthusiastic about it. Okay, we got to go on. Yeah, yeah. And we also have Mascara. a local, we had a local motorway in Anderson, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I was. In speedway? Speedway, motorway, speedway, whatever. And there speedway. was one time where. 
I was hearing a noise. It was like a low rumble. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh no, it's a thunderstorm coming because it was in the summer. And I <laughs> oh. thought, because we have really big supercell super storms in Indiana mm-hmm. that can turn into tornadoes and they're very, you know, very damaging storms occasionally. So I think in the distance, something like that's happening. I opened the window and I listened and I just hear like giant bees, yeah. you know, giant kaiju bees battling it out. <laughs> and I could hear from a distance from my backyard. And that motorway was how far away, Jacob, you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It was <laughs> the other end of town, I think. Yeah, it's the other end of town. It was so far away, but you could hear it as if it was like. Yeah, I can't imagine how loud these races <laughs> are. Yeah. You know, especially because no mufflers to get speed. Exactly. No mufflers. So guys, uh, what'd you think? What'd you think of this, of this motion picture? Oh, yes, yes. And uh, what, what, what are your initial impressions? Who are you asking? Back? Uh, yeah, who are you asking? Uh, who are you asking? Who are you we'll go bro. with you, Phil. You can start with you. Me? I, th- I don't remember who started last. Maybe I'll ask you, Tim. I think I asked you, yeah, go. Phil, last, last time I hosted. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, I, like, this movie, uh, the Ford versus Ferrari thing, I think it it was a bit too one-sided for me, you know, Ferrari being bad guy, Ford being good guy. I think it was a little bit too much American, let's go kick some ass and with these speed cars, so I wasn't really getting into it. I think it was really good casting, I have to say, especially Mm -hmm. the two main leads. Matt Damon's, you know, it's just funny to me, Matt Damon. He's actually a good actor. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not being a, like a, you know, a negative way. It's just like, you know, Matt Damon, he, he knows what, it, but I, I, I think good. Christian Bale is really good for this role. And one thing oh, yeah. is yeah, yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. Bale, he's got that, that weird, like twinkle behind his eye of a madman. Like if you, if you, mm-hmm. if, if you need someone to play like someone who's obsessed with something, like Christian Bale, like he knows how to give like those face expressions. He's been doing this for like, like lots of roles it's just like a blank face and just in his eyes there's like calculations going like there's there's something mm-hmm. going on i yeah. think it was really yeah. good casting like you know like it's what would like we you know it's like it's race car driver he's british he's working with americans like it's a it's a strange combination but he really made that work no it's mm-hmm. true like i have to say um christian bale i could feel like I could understand who that person was when Christian Bale was playing him. And I didn't even know it was, I was thinking, is this a real story or is this not a real story? Mm-hmm. And then when I found out, okay, yeah, it kind of is, it is a real story based on a real story. Yeah. And I felt like he really channeled this character, this <coughs> person in there. And Christian's pretty good at that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, what was super interesting to me was the character of Carol Shelby. Uh, and the reason why is because you have this like two ends of the spectrum in terms of the problem you have, you know, the corporate, you know, layers and layers of, of people who mm. really have no sense of sort of the art of something. Oh, man. Because you, you can apply this to all kinds of industries and fields, not just, you know, cars in this sense. And they don't understand that. They're just interested in the business and they're interested in, you know, sort of self-interest, right, from all these people, even the yeah, CEO. They're Henry in the money-making business. Yeah. And, and they're not, they're not like, so they're so like focused on that. They're not, they're not even paying attention anymore to like, what makes a great car? Why are you making cars? All this <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. That's like totally out of the window. It's just uh, all these other things. Yeah. Charts. That's what, that's one end of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum, which is a Ken Miles, who's like, you know, he's the artist, so to speak. He's the, you know, full on in it for the, the actual, um, the, the act of racing, you know, the, the actual thing itself. Yeah, when he's looking at the car, he that's feels those, it, he knows thing, it yeah. 
Yeah. He's yeah. just, that's all he's thinking of. Every time you, you know, see him, you feel like, you, you know, that he's just thinking about yeah. how to make the car better. Yeah. And, and, yeah and, and, it's an obsession for him. And it's like the only thing that drives him. It, exactly. You know. And those are the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Well, I wouldn't say have, Shelby is the corporate one. He just, he's no, no, just, no, listen, uh, he's just put in that position. No, this is what I want to say. I'm not saying he's a corporate one. This is my illustration. I'm saying they have the Ford and yeah. then you have, for instance, Ken Miles, right? Two yes. opposite ends yes. of the spectrum. Absolutely. And in the middle, you have Shelby, Car- Carol Shelby, who he's totally on the side of Ken Miles, and that's who he is too. You know, he's yeah. in it for the love of, he's a car designer, right? He's in the, for the love of this industry and, and what it means to him. Mm-hmm. But he's also diverged, and now he's finding himself in this place where he owns a company. He's running this stuff. He understands yeah. that in order to be successful, you have to work with these people that are <laughs> these bloodsuckers, you know, because they have the but money. You, you have to play the game, and you have to be tactical about you about how you approach these people. Yeah. And I found that really interesting the dynamic because he's always having to be in this in this position where he's stuck between these worlds, and he has to communicate with these guys. He has to defend his friend mm-hmm. Ken Miles. Uh, all the while, while trying to, you know, make it to this goal that he has um, and has to do that very, you know, intelligently. Yeah. He has to limit himself. Like, he can't go berserk. You know, he would love <laughs> He's to. Always you could, you could tell. always got to compromise as well, yeah. You would lo- he would love to. But, you know, even when push comes to shove, for instance, even when the, the three-car thing happened, when, when the uh, yeah, exec yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, bring him, slow him down. Oh, man, that that guy. guy wanted to kill him, yeah. you know, when he said that. <laughs> and uh, Carol Shelby, right, he, he probably would too. Carol Shelby to. wanted to kill him. Yeah, yeah, but but he, but he, I'm saying that even in those situations, he realizes like, man, if I have to, I'll have to compromise. You yeah, know, because you know this is my company on the line. This is my yeah. But then career. again, he still gave. He did. He, he that, like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's his sort of art is yeah. like how to how to navigate all this stuff. So I found that. But very he still intriguing. gave him a a, sh- a chance. Yeah, he gave him yeah. a choice. He basically choice. said like, you know, even if this means the end for me, I don't care. You know, I want to see you do this. So. A good comparison anyway. to that role would be like a producer in the movie business, you know. He's like the he's not the creative man, even though he would want to be or he understands it, but he's between the studio and then, you know, the creative team, like a director and the writer, and he's you know, he has to be the one yeah. Yeah. smart person to you know, to to complete you know, to get the movie to be completed, but also kind of you know, uh, yeah. So and I think it takes a very vision, sp- yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very hard skill and it takes time, I think, to learn. And you also have to want to learn to to be in that kind of position because yeah, you have to really you can, compromise. You have to be in the back. You have to be yeah. the one that has to see both ends. That's arguably you can, you can be you know the most successful if you take that approach, like Carol yeah. Shelley. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's a really rough road, <laughs> old town road. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, another. So yeah, <laughs> speaking of the speaking of the corporation stuff. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I was just so upset. Yeah. Because like, I, I work for a corporation. I want to hear, I hear your, th- your opinions because I, I, I knew you were going to have thoughts about this. I would love to hear. I was hear just so sad. It just yeah. reminded yeah. me of my daily life. Of just... Oh. Just, just, there was just a lot people of, uh, in positions that make decisions about things they know nothing about. Oh. Yeah, there, there, was a lot, there was a lot of parallels as well for me in my Yeah, uh, work, I want to hear these juicy details. I want to learn about this. Yeah, man. Like, Well, you feel you work for clients directly, right? So, yeah. So right. You, you get a lot of that, like they, they give you comments or notes on things <laughs> they know nothing about, but you're like, but they're the client. So, so, so imagine that, but there's a middleman who does that, you know, like 
Mm-hmm. So you're creating something for a company or for a customer. And then it, now there's this person comes in there in the middle, you know, it, either mm-hmm. being middle management or some kind of project management, whatever it is. It's just an arbitrary role that has responsibility for the project and you have mm-hmm. to report to. And they don't, they, they don't understand creative process. They don't know nothing. They have no skill. Right. But yet they still want to make decisions. I don't know if it's they didn't want to make the decisions yeah. or mm-hmm. they just want to do it as like, oh, you know, I have to do this. But it's just the most bizarre conversations you have with these people. <laughs> I, I think also it's, it's the most bizarre because at the end of the day, like these people who, who make these decisions and who think they have like the right to make these decisions, they're dependent on people who have to be the, the people who actually... The people. <laughs> who produce and who actually make the things yeah. in this sense, you have the racer, right? Like their entire, you know, goal depends on the racer to do the best job yeah. he can because he's a good and talented racer. Yeah. It depends on it, you know, but then at any moment, <laughs> yeah, they can totally just chop this guy off yeah, and be like, Oh, well we, we got here. Why? It's us. We did it. You know? And yeah, that's yeah. the mindset of the, of that kind of corporate, you know, and, and it, it makes my blood boil. And it's like, and it's not only that, but his image isn't good enough to sell our cars. Right, or things like this. And then, and it's like, and you realize that it, the whole thing, why it works is because it's a fight between these t- two kinds of yeah. people. Without that, dude, like the Ford company would be <laughs> in ruins. You know, and I can't, that's an example, I, but it could be in any yeah. industry. And I can't imagine being in that position because it must be so frustrating and so scary because you have this responsibility, yet you know nothing about the subject, you know? Like, yeah. let's say as you're a creative person and you're an expert in your field, right? Making decisions on things you usually have reasoning, right? Or or you have a feel, or you have like, you know, like uh, experience or something like that. So, so you can, even though you don't sometimes know, you have a process or something like that, you know, to get to a, to a result. But like, I think they just have to make decisions because otherwise they're scared, you know, someone's going to fire them because like, oh, he's not doing anything. <laughs> you but, know but, you see, but you see the difference though, like that, that whole thing is like internal politics, which is in a totally different category of itself. And that's what they're seeing day in and day in. And that's how they approach yeah. their job. And so they're, not, just, they're never getting in contact with the actual the yeah. substance. The product, of, the yeah. thing that they're you actually know, making. You know, yeah. so then this is why you get these wild ideas. Like for instance, <laughs> like the, the CEO in this case, right? Yeah. He had no clue what they're building, what the car they were doing. They had no clue what driver they're yeah. putting in, why they're putting yeah. in this driver. He had no clue. And then one, uh, you know, he he gets to as an example, he gets to see what, you know, what the car is like, how fast it goes. Yeah. You know, I think, and and that's you know that's what I'm saying. It's amazing how those things happen. Yeah, I, I think like uh, one thing that sort of in these environments, like you know when when when. So uh, like a big corporation like Apple, right? It started off, it was successful, didn't want it to shit, you know, because they hired Pepsi <laughs> CEO and they just went oh, into corporate, yeah. corporate hell and they fired Steve Jobs and everything, you know, and in the 90s was pretty bad for Apple. And when, when Steve Jobs came back and I remember one of the things he talked about, is like, he wants product people. And and it's, product. it's, it's it, and it's like, and it's, that's a thing like it, in, in my sort of like job or field, it's like, you do want product people. You want people who want to make great products and they feel responsible for it. And that, that will get, you know, like no process, no, you know, whatever yeah, uh, yeah. structure. It's not going to work. Unless you have people who want to make a product, it's it's not going to work. And, you know, it, it it's not, you know, the Ken guy, he's, he's not thinking of a great product it, it, precisely, but I think it's the same approach, you know. Mm-hmm. He wants yep. to have yeah. a good car and he wants to drive it and he wants to drive good. And that's his entire motivation. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And that's those people who will get you somewhere. 
What, what were your impressions, Phil? Of the movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, I love talking about this stuff because this stuff is very it's fascinating interesting. I think I think so too. Um, but as far as the movie is concerned, I enjoyed watching it. I liked it. I actually was quite nervous at the end because I, I think because they put that... Um, the thing with the exploding car mm-hmm. and, and him surviving. And I thought, ah, that's going to somehow I know that something's going to happen with that. I didn't. And I oh, was, okay, and so you. that made me on the edge of my seat when I was watching the final race. And I was like, no, I don't want him to, I don't want him to explode. Don't explode. Oh, you yeah. thought he's going to explode like racing, right? Like, yeah. Like a tra- so, tragedy. Kind mm. of, okay. So that's, so what I enjoyed about this is that it actually, I actually was into it and I was, you know, mm-hmm. I liked the, mm-hmm. all the politics and stuff like that. That was fun for me. And interesting, and also, even though I knew nothing about the racing, and I thought, oh, we have another race after the NASCAR one. Remember the one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. well, I actually, the for, for me, the most nerve-wracking race was the Day- Daytona one. Yeah. Because Carroll's company was oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, line. Yeah. If he lost that race, he would have lost everything. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. That was a bold movie, basically. That was yeah. super bold. Like, I was thinking, man, that you have to be a really, you know, kind of Your balls specific, have to be made out of diamonds yeah, from Minecraft. Dude, like, I mean, that's the mindset, Because that guy's like, like that guy, any moment he'd be like, I don't like this, I'm going home, and you're done. Dude, I mean, I was thinking like, Ken could have, like, if he he messed up a little bit on the race, he could be like, I'm done with this race, like, I'm done. Yeah, like, he he has no, you know, he's nothing invested, he's just like, okay, okay, obviously he had a good job, you know, he didn't have money before, so he's doing for that, but... He was, he looked pretty, you know, violent, you know, kind of like violent yeah. person. Unstable in that unstable, sense. Unstable, exactly. Yeah. What do you want to say, Phil? Thank you, Jake. Mm-hmm. And uh, that withstanding, I thought that, that, I think the best thing about this was uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale acting with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best, uh, like, aspect of the movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I feel like, just like you said, like that thing at the end, you know, the denouement where uh, Christian Bale's character dies, I think that was a little bit, it wasn't that necessary because it wasn't really about them. It was about their product. Yeah. Product. It was about their project. <laughs> project. <laughs> it was about the stakes. The product. Yeah. Ferraris. Yeah, I think it was. It was sort of, in a sense, it was one of those against all odds stories in a way. Not, not, not classically, mm-hmm. but it was. You know how this team of people, you know, overcame this stuff and and uh, saw this thing through, which was very unlikely. Which is a cool yeah. story in of, in and of itself. I think that's what made me want to watch the movie because I like the trailer because yeah. it was about a Ford making. Yeah, because I think I think I read about it. It's like basically Ford, an American company. I think never again like won at Le Mans, <laughs> yeah. for instance. Like this was a oh, special okay. thing that happened at the time. After that, was all these other companies. So, so you know, fascinating. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's uh, the, what, did, what did I think? So uh, I actually agree. <laughs> Sorry, don't want to ask you, Jake. I'm just like, oh, let's ready to move on. Because you guys are like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I just wanted to say that I agree with a lot of points you guys have said. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple of things I did like. I did like the whole America fuck yeah aspect. I, I think that was fun. That was, that was yeah? cool. You, you, you yeah, were yeah. rooting for the, yeah, for the like, boys. You know, it's a cool story because it's like, you know, all these, you know, uh, traditional people in Italy and we make cars and stuff. And it's like, no, man. We make we're gonna make an American car and we're gonna we're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I like American. That. I yeah. like the Ferraris. Well, well, the, the, they look don't so you, good. Don't you feel like that spirit? Because of, of the spirit of like of like we're gonna overcome this and we're gonna just gonna like kind of, we're gonna beat these guys who are like oh we're all traditional, but traditional. 
Oh, I don't man. know because I was, you, I, always, I, I, was, I always wanted to see the side from the from the Ferrari. I was like, well, because we have to make you go sequel. see their factory and then like yeah, they're all the cars. About, they're tenderly car creating. So yeah, yeah. No, well, no the cars look great. The Ford they look, look like so, a piece so the of new, crap. Yeah, I know. Like remember when they brought out like to Le Mans? They brought the new Ferraris and yeah, they're like, yeah, the I'm super like clean, oh my sleek. goodness, they look so good. Like this, the the. The windshields, like the circular ones, they looked so good. I know. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, agree. Yeah. I think they look beautiful. They look great. Uh, and those models of cars were really strange at that time in the 60s, right? Yeah. yeah. And I actually thought the, the Ford <laughs> that they rode in the movie was, I think, kind of a quasi like futuristic, like more modern to what we know cars to look like, right? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. A, lot of the, a lot of these 60s cars were like, you know, Batmobiles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which Batmobile? <laughs> the one you know, the, like the, the, the 60s, the. the uh, you know, I know what I'm talking about. There are yeah, a couple yeah. of Batmobiles that look like that, like submarines. Oh, Adam look, West, they, yeah. Adam West, that Batmobile looked like yeah, that. Yeah, Adam West, right? Yeah. I like cars of the 50s I'm not and 60s. Saying, not they were really bad. cool I'm just it's so different. I'm saying it's so different to what we know today, which, you know, I find Well, unless you're talking about the Cybertruck, which looks amazing. Well, the Cybertruck is great. What's the Cybertruck? Tesla. Oh, yeah. Cybertruck? <laughs> no. The Cybertruck is great. <laughs> the and, Cybertruck. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually Finally, happy like a new design. I'm just so yeah. bored of cars. No. Me, what makes me so happy here's, about Here's this. my take on yeah, the Cybertruck. You, you, you I, I love making fun of it because it is like, to me, it just does look kind of crazy out there. But I, I, I admire it. that it is like this. But I love it because you can tell that the, the design team, they had they, they very loved specific intentions. <laughs> no, they had very specific intentions and they... They yeah. tackled this as a design project of pure design. <laughs> of pure 64-bit energy. This is no compromise. This is pure design. And uh, I think, and what's great about it is because it's so bold, my favorite yeah. part is that everyone's talking about it. Yeah. And my favorite now as I'm older, I used to get angry about this. Like remember when the iPad I know, came when out and stuff like yeah, that. And you're like, you're always... oh, it's so funny. They should call it a iTampon. <laughs> No. Oh really? We, we, yeah. Well, oh yeah. You know, Tom, Tom, we Tom always more were. About this. Yeah, like when we were. Oh, okay. When I when I was younger, you uh, always were grumpy about the I, new. Things. I was grumpy about new things all the time. Like you know, new Facebook comes out. Oh crap! Oh yeah, I remember it. we always complain when new Facebook showed up. I yeah. Co- I complain Why? when YouTube changed well, the stars the to because because like I don't know, I don't know. The angle for me was just like personally, I'm going to go now critique it, critique and say this is why this is bad. What's the point but of this? That's why like is something I would. I would like associate with like an old man. Why? Why? Like, <laughs> why? I don't know, Tim. I don't know, Tim. Like, who I'm influenced you to be like this? Like, who? Who do you think? I don't know. Because who was the our parents, who, but it can't be our parents because our parents don't know yeah. anything about software doing or you and know new things or they design. Were never, like super critical about stuff like that. I, I guess no, I know, but I understand you. I understand you're a teenager. You're kind of like you're kind of locked in what you were as a childhood, and then like oh, what is this? Like it's it took me a while. It took us was like twenty five to get used to new things. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. So I understand well, it completely. Was a bit and now what do you do? Later. You embrace new things. No, I wanted to say that I love uh, new things. Like, like yes. a hippie. I want to say what. what, what What's the most fun for me is that when you have new things that come out, you can uh, more object, not objectively, but purely subjectively, but in a context kind of understand what you might like or not like about it. And you also realize that you don't have to have an opinion on it. <laughs> yeah. You realize like, yeah. hey, this thing came out, uh, doesn't really, you know, regard me. I'm not telling you my, you know, mm-hmm. area of interest, expertise. I'm not going to comment on it. Yeah. But my favorite part is now when new things come out, let's say I do like or am interested in, like a new product or in this case, mm-hmm. Cybertruck design. <laughs> it's so fun to see people just get angry and suddenly everyone is a designer and suddenly everyone has, the, you know, is yeah. ready for critiquing something. It's like, where were you two days ago talking about pickup trucks? You were nowhere. <laughs> you weren't that's, my, that's my favorite part. You it's weren't even in the same because region. Because it just tells me that the design yeah. succeeded because everyone's talking about it either positively or negatively. That's awesome. I'm just here for the jokes. 
I, love I don't it. know. Like, like first I saw it, I was like, and like I, have I was no, in love immediately. I understand. Then, I remember Tim. I remember you're like, this is oh, this is hot stuff. I love this. It. Is it? I like. It's just like I just saw it and I was like, because you know, you look at concept art for cars. Yeah, it always looks so cool, and then it comes out and it's like, it's like, what is this? It's like a three year old drew this. But you, know, <laughs> but you know, like, and this is like this is a concept car, and it hopefully, I mean, like you know, eighty percent, it's gonna look like it looks now. You know, they're probably gonna change mm-hmm. some stuff, but yeah, obviously, that's one yeah. thing. But like, I remember I going, I went to the subreddit of design, like design, you know, r slash design, and there. somebody posted <laughs> the car. And it was like, everyone's like so negative. Like, oh, this looks like crap. Like, the, what is this low polygon? This but is so favorite, bad. Like, what happened the, to beautiful designs like the, of cars? People and I'm like, miss the context. Like the whole low polygon argument. It's ridiculous. It's like unsubscribe from that design. So, like they yeah, do nothing. I've never seen it. So Well, I mean, our movies, our slash movies, uh, they know nothing about movies. Goldmine. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But anyway, but our, but I have to say the cyber truck, yeah, yeah. I, for me, the best thing about it is like, I think it's a little bit ridiculous, but I don't think that it's bad. I like that it exists. Yeah. But you know? ridiculous in, in its design or like, yeah, personally, inside. I feel like it is kind of silly and ridiculous personally, but I don't okay. think that, you don't like it, but I don't think like it's that not, Tim, it's not a, yeah. So your style, right? Like the whole, yeah, it's low not my style, podcast. but yeah. I don't think that Tim, I'm not saying that Tim liking it is bad. I mm-hmm. think that that's yeah, great. Yeah. Cause I love, I love the contradictory, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like tastes that we have, but it's great. And I just so happy that it exists and I love seeing all the memes. Yeah. The, I've seen a few. <laughs> I like the yeah. Hagrid PlayStation one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Hagrid, so, oh. But, but here's the thing about el- electric cars. Um, one thing, because 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 like I said, I hate cars. Like I can't mm. believe it's been hundred well, well, years. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. Tim, okay, I have to stop you for a second. First of okay, all, sorry. You so have you're the to host. You have the rights. You have the rights. You own a car. That's number one. So be careful. You can't you, you can't <laughs> talk so much because you literally own a car. But it's a necessity. It is. But it's I'm a just necessity. Saying, like it's I, a necessity. But I, I don't drive the cars so much. I'm just saying, if you own one, that's all. No, I'm not shitty. Like. Here's the thing. Like, I own a car. I, I don't. I, I, I can't afford it. I, I think they're car, bad right? for the environment too. I agree. You no. Know, okay. So I'll say I own a car, but I don't. I don't like like a car. I'm like I, I know a car, about cars now because I had to buy a car, so I had to learn about cars. Before yeah. that, I knew nothing about cars. But that's Absolutely what I wanted to ask nothing. you about because that was one of my points on the, on my list. Oh, of you questions. made a list. <laughs> Great. I wanted to say that you know this movie is about cars, and I wanted to ask you guys, okay, in general, yeah. like what your opinion is on about cars okay. in general, what you think about them, are you interested in them? All right. Okay. And also, what is your history with cars? <laughs> Obviously, Phil, you don't have anything to say, but yeah. Tim, you have some things to say about your car ownership and okay. so on. So. Well, in that, in that case, I can yeah. be first, and I'll okay. be very fast. Okay. Um, okay. For me, I, there, there, I can understand the appeal of cars, the speed, the you know, the mechanics, and you know, making them run. But at the same time, I have no interest in them whatsoever, mm-hmm. and I don't, I can't tell one from brand from the other yeah. unless I look at the logo. And even when I look at the logo, I only know like forty percent of them, so I can't even tell you like, oh, is that a Subaru or is it a Pontian DX5 or is that a yeah, GeForce yeah, that GTX sense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nvidia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Radeon. Go on. I'm interested to hear what you say. Go on with your story about. Oh, wait, who? No, who? Now me? Yeah, yeah. You were going. Yeah, so, you, so I, I would be. So say. I would be. I would be Phil now. If, if you know, but I, I, I'm married. I have a child, and I have family that's all across Europe. So I, I have a car. But you know, I, I, I had no intention of getting a driving license or getting a car. <laughs> if I was single, I would most likely not. <laughs> get that because yeah i don't know i'm just like it's it, the thing is like cars are so stupid it's i can't believe like it's, it was a great you know industrial and technology you know uh, adva- 
advancement of, of creating cars, but I can't be for 100 years. It's the same damn thing. It, it's it's running on fossil fuels. It, it, it's horrible for the environment. It, you know, we're depleting our, all our stores of that. It, it's just spewing shit into the atmosphere. Well, and I'll add to that as well. Not only those points, but... Uh Driving a car is one of the most dangerous modes of transportation. It, it is. It, it's the most yeah. dangerous thing in the world. <laughs> it you, is, you, though. You are always in danger. You like Other people literally, in danger. Literally, literally, this is how I see it, right? I see, like, driving is, like, your life and the lives of others around you is dependent on your concentration. Like, yes. The, that's a direct correlation. Like, if you are not concentrated and for whatever reason, you know, even if you're, okay, yeah. this obviously depends if you're a good driver with years of experience a lot of that is um muscle yeah. memory and, and instinct and stuff like that but still but still bottom line is you have to be focused on what you're doing because you never know what could happen yeah and you're directly responsible which is an insane idea and to think that you have to do this every day for instance yeah. if you commute and stuff like that it's it's a wild concept yeah and it's seriously. not even just like it's other drivers it's it's just normal other people just are walking around the street yeah. you're, you're endangering them and you know that's one thing and then you know it's and just the concept, like it's a big ass car, but 90% is just one driver in there, right? And like, <laughs> yeah, when I'm in like, like, okay, and, and like, I'm not like a person who's like, enjoys driving much. It's, a, you know, I, I was very stressed out getting driving licenses. I, like maybe if it was like a seaside whiny road and I was the only person on there, nothing, no one else, I wouldn't have to take over anyone. I would maybe enjoy that ride, you know, like take speed mm -hmm. and turn, you know, like maybe, maybe that would be good. Like even when I play like driving games, I like, I don't want anyone there and I just free roam. I don't do races. I just do yeah. like, just, just enjoying the view. You know what I mean? So that's one part of it. But like in the city, like, like my wife was like, why don't, why don't you ever take that? Like I, the other, the, it was like last week. I had what to happened last to, week? I had Tell to go, me. uh, uh, get, get something sorted about the new apartment. You know, it's like, you have these places where you have to, uh, figure out like how much you can pay for the water and all that stuff right and the previous owners they had to go there as well and sign off right and it took us a while to get this coordinated and and i'm like okay we have to do it in the morning and i'm like oh man there's gonna be so many cars so i look at the google maps and it's like okay so if i go there by car it's eight minutes if i walk there it's 50 minutes i'm like i'm walking <laughs> Oh. I'm like I was like I I rather walk there and and it's like mine and b below instead like sit in a car with other people and like stuck in traffic just like mm -hmm. what are we doing here what 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 are we why are we like what's wrong with the humanity that we're all stuck in these boxes just sitting <laughs> on the road you know spewing terrible gases in the atmosphere <laughs> like, like like how is this a hundred years of this like I'm just so confused like. How's no one upset about this? It's <laughs> called money. And, you know, and, and, and it's just like, and everyone's like, I get talked to like, oh, but you know, like, you know, like it's cheaper to use get like, you know, instead of electric and like, oh, it's been like this forever. Like it's a comfort, man. Like your own car, you're sitting there. But that's true. Oh, those yeah. are actually, no, those are valid arguments. I mean, if you think really? about it. Yeah. How I mean, is that like, comfortable? Like if I sit in okay, a tram. No, uh, <laughs> apart, from, apart from the, okay, go on. Okay. I'm just like, 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 okay. So, so to me, going to work in a car is not comfortable. You're stuck in traffic lights. There's people going crazy. People's honking at you, and you're sitting in this big ass car or whatever. I'd rather sit on a tram and listen to a podcast. I or agree. Look at my phone. You know what I, I mean? I like, agree with you. I'm not like a huge advocate for cars, but I'm just saying that there are valid arguments in the sense of like the feeling of like the 
you know, think about it more idealistically, like in the sense of like, you know, going across uh, Route 66, freedom, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, but I, I get the concept. Now, I get the know? Con- I know, I know. But I get the concept like of like, imagine, for instance, if you, live, if you live in like a smaller <laughs> town with low traffic, it's really yeah. nice to have a car, you know? It's nice to yeah. like drive around and go to the shop, you know, three minutes away. <laughs> and there's no like, transit, those are good. so you have to do it, yeah. Yeah, like those are good arguments, I think, for that. But yeah, I agree. For instance, like, why wouldn't you take a tram that's way easier, uh, simpler, safer mm-hmm. than be stuck in traffic? Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. and cheaper. I mean, I, it's, it's just, it's, it's like, I, like I'm just so surprised that you know, it's just like what's it's weird, yeah. right? How yeah, and you know, and electric cars. Be, thank you, you know, thanks to <laughs> thank you Tesla. Huh? <laughs> 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 uh, thanks to Tesla, are becoming popular now. But there's like one it. thing. I was I was talking to my friend who's like a big you know uh, gearhead, and we're talking about you know so I was like ah Tesla you know but the new BMW it'll have you know great you know whatever cars with and they'll do electric and it'll be so much better. But we were talking about like okay so if we are all moving all to electric right mm-hmm. yeah here's the thing that there's a problem and we talked about everything and you know there he's talking about oh the grids the electric is won't take it like they could upgrade always that's fine and you know like oh you know range will be bad they can upgrade that as well you know you can have great ranges but one thing that worries me is for let's say someone like me right so if you have a house right you you have uh you have a garage and you put the electric charger there and you're sorted Mm -hmm. right park Mm -hmm. in you know like charge it like your phone if you are, if you move into apartment building, like a new construction apartment building, they usually have underground garages. No problem. Put a charger there. But let's say if you live in an apartment building like me, which is an old building, I don't have a garage. My car is just mm-hmm. on the street, right? So if I want to get an electric car, and which is like 80% of people like in this city, right? Live in, you know, previously like last 200, oh, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. year old, you know, apartment buildings. Apartment buildings, yeah. How will I charge my car? Well, couldn't you charge it just like at one of those um, charging stations? There'll probably be more of in the future. Well, yeah, but like, like let's, yeah, you, like you, what, would, you would just go and sit there for three hours. Yeah, I'm the least no, capable no. person of answering this, but I heard somewhere that they're going to make the battery charging faster. faster. I was going to say the supercharging. Like I know, for instance, on Tesla's, I think they have a supercharging mode where you can like charge it up fully to like in a half an hour or something like that. I think I think it's or, or up to eighty percent or something, some high number. Okay. And it's some and, high and, number. And, but listen, I'm serious. Yeah. But half an hour is not that bad. For instance, if you go and they have a charging station, right? Imagine if you put plug it in in the morning or something. Let's say on your way yeah. to work or something, or coming back from work or whenever. Or you or you figure out like maybe like I don't know on the weekend Saturdays you take your car to get charged or something. And the way it is, they might have like a chill place where you can go get lunch or something and you just plug it in. <laughs> yeah, so, you so you would say, croissant. okay, so maybe, maybe because like say in a, a croissant. city, like, you <laughs> I know, had like a croissant in, today, like, like in America where, where you have like parking spaces and spaces yeah. for everything. That's great. Like in European cities, there's not a lot of parking space. You I know, know but what I, I'm I, saying? St- I still could imagine that there would be like, let's say, I don't know, here, let's say in Zagreb, they have a couple of those charging stations I mm-hmm. noticed. And they have them in garages, the, the public garages. Yeah. That's an option, right? Like you park it in the public garage. Um, I guess they charge for that. I'm not sure how that works. Or you pay for the parking for an hour or two. And then get and you free go roam around in the city. And you just but do some the shopping only problem is like back. being dependent on that, and then when you're like running yeah, being dependent, like, like let's say you have to charge every three days, have, right? <laughs> well, that's I what I'm saying. Like options you have if you're in a city like that. I don't know. But that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like that, that, you know, that could that could lower the adoption. You know, like that could uh, be that could be like a bad in, thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, you know, like maybe if every, let's say every Sometimes. business anywhere you go. But wait a second. It. What is the p- problem with this? If there's gas stations and that's the same principle, you have to be because, at a place. Well, yeah, oh, because it takes five times. minutes. Right. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. That's gas the thing. You like go to a gas station five minutes and then you go. Right. You put the, you put the dino bones in your, yeah. Dude, don't get me started <laughs> on that. Like, you know, like, yeah, I know. I like when, when, like, when like you have someone either. like a conservative Christian, they're like, wow, I'll, I'll use gas. I'm like, Jesse, I'm like, it's like. You're like, literally. Do you know, putting... you know? Do you even know what that is? You know. Yeah, they're that's probably, what I don't they understand. They probably believe like, the Earth is like seven thousand years old. Probably. You know, and they're they're seven... going on crazy defend, defending their oil. Fifteen thousand years old. I'm sorry. Isn't Who's fifteen? Who says fifteen? Depends. It depends. I thought Bible oh, it depends. I guess different views, my friend. Uh, no, but I want to say who says fifteen? I don't know if it's him. Where did you, where did you get the fifteen from? No, now I'm curious. I don't know. Phil brought up 15. Phil, where, where'd you I, get I know the classic from? is 7,000 is the classic. I thought, yeah, seven. no, 6,000. Something like that, yeah, six. There you go. Well, up to seven, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are we talking about? I think it's 6,000, I think. Um, what, what are you guys' opinion about the electric cars? Oh, oh yes. I thought you were going to say creationism. <laughs> <laughs> let's, not, let's not go mental. <laughs> I believe, I believe that uh, we have a problem, and that is the problem that uh, the, the facts are in. Fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. We're the best. We don't even need beers for this. No, no, no. no. Uh, Fossil fuels are limited and we're running out. I think the number is like, I think we'll we'll run out of these fossil fuels in like 50 to 100 years, I think, completely. Yeah. All the coal and the dino bones and all that (laughs) stuff. That's what I call them. And this is bad. This is very yes. bad. And I think everyone knows this and everyone should know this. So no, I, no one yes. knows this, man. People are <laughs> okay, well, I, then I assume wrongly, but I think people should know this. And, they, should. Uh, they should. They should definitely. And I think that that's why uh, the, these are big problems when it comes to like, oh, you know, you know using gas and stuff. The, the, I mean, it's going to be a problem. Let's yeah. just put it that way. It's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> but, but I learned some interesting things fossil. about about these fossil fuels. <laughs> and that is that um, I think like the general consensus is just like, Public transportation mm-hmm. is a, a huge like relief to that problem yeah. in the sense yeah. that you know because if you can pack fifty people in a tram, they're going the same direction. Yeah, using one thing running on fossil fuels. It's not fossil. I know. So, well, electric <laughs> still. But this is thing, like, This is my question for you guys. This is great. We brought up this topic. Okay. So electric cars, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the question: Electric cars are just one step back. In terms of solving the problem, it's really not solving the problem because you're still using fossil fuels because the electric grid runs on. So- no, not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, because you're talking about like nuclear and well, nuclear, nuclear, is, a, nuclear is, is like a, the is most the efficient best, one, right? Yeah, efficient yeah. way. Yeah, but okay, you got right. like I'm thinking wrong. You know, yeah. wind and water and solar. These are all clean, basically. renewable energy. Yeah, you don't have so to keep digging. So, yeah. so it is solving the problem then because we're not. Yeah, but putting, there's definitely a lot of people. A lot of organizations that want to keep that fossil fuel and train oh, running. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ford. I guess so, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Ford, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time for a song. Yeah. But, uh, what I'm worried is, is like, you know, it's going to be one of those things like, oh, we're almost out, you know? Dude, it's no, going to happen. No more dinos. I, I don't know. I'm doubtful that it's going to be like... Because everyone's salt. too like, oh, but just my life. Well, in also, my lifetime, it'll him, be fine. I also believe this is I'm my drive belief. my huge ass V8 freaking my belief is that, is that some efforts some <laughs> efforts to combat this Gas i think guzzler. are are not looking at the big picture like some things that are small changes you know mm-hmm. are they seem good but there's bigger fish to fry in terms of solving these issues like, yeah like tankers 
Tankers are <laughs> like, the worst. Like Ford. <laughs> like Ford, Ford. Yeah, but I'm serious. Like I'm saying, like for instance. Oh, tankers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are those. Are the use like, up. I don't those know. Are the like, big ones. Those are the worst. Yeah. And I'm, tankers? I'm surprised. You mean the ones on the ocean? Supply ships. Yes. Yeah, like those big Dude, ones. Like, they, they, they take stuff. up all the, the guzzle. Yeah. The they fuel. guzzle yeah, up all the. What, what did you call them? Vessel. Dino bones. They, 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 you put in your car. There's, about, there's like about a hundred dinosaurs in one. I don't know. Um, Dude, well, like I know, I know the dull dino bones have, a, they have a lot of jewels of energy. Yeah, I yeah. read this on weightbutwhy.com. <laughs> a lot of jewels. And, well, I don't like that's the funniest thing. Like, I always thought that waterbound, waterbound, uh, can, like waterbound um, vehicles, like boats and ships, mm-hmm. I thought those would be the first ones to convert to electric or something mm, yeah, because they're on the water and buoyancy keeps them afloat. All you need is a little push and they can just. They just put it depends the like wind. there's currents and the stuff. Wind will, <laughs> the wind will back and go back to the you know the, the wooden ships with the sails, sails ships. Yeah. The wind's blowing east. Uh, oh no, we have to. Anyway, go let's south. let's stop this. Okay. Okay. But that, but no, but but, but that. Okay, you know, what Tim? But, but the tankers, Tim, we, Tim, the tankers. We can, come, we can come back to but the tankers. But it's after but the it's, song it's, break. it's okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'll finish on that, and then we'll. But, but you know, like the tankers, like there wouldn't be so much like the the. Like we're getting in politics right now. This is so yeah. bad. But like, but that's you know part of the problem. You wouldn't need so many tankers. If, you know, like the distribution and, you know... Um, yeah, I know, uh, goods and services. And yeah, yeah, it's just it's too mental. We like, need to I'd do probably... homegrown. Bring it back to America. That's what yeah. we need America to do. Bring, bring no, oranges serious, back there to needs America. To be, there needs to be local production <laughs> We have an orange in America. That'll That'll help. Yeah. Then you don't need so many goddamn tankers. Yeah, exactly. Local so, production. And then we can have the electric cars travel yeah. and, and bring about the No, no, no. Products. We want cheap labor coming from other places that we can no, explain. Phil. Okay, let's no. stop. We're done. And We're then, playing a song. Playing a song. I'm the host. I get to Tim, say shut that. Up. No, no, I get to oh, say sorry, that. Sorry, sorry. You can say it next time when you're the host. Okay. Okay, so we're done. We're playing a record. Johnny, hit it. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten it's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But a pretty sight to see Boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, there's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. Sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing right within your heart Toys in every store But the print 
Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, what a wonderful Christmas cheer. What do you guys, do you guys think of that? So how much no, did you pay Johnny to play that? Guys, how much there's no... A lot, table? a lot of money. There's no <laughs> politics. My life savings. <laughs> it's good that we went to something so far away from politics than Christmas. Christmas. It's true. <laughs> It yes. could be controversial too. The corporate Christmas, but yes. the corporate pagan uh, holiday that mm, just yes. turned into a Christian one for some well, reason. Well, the Christians it's took true. it, and then and then Coca Cola came, and it's like, oh yeah, y'all, Santa Claus, y'all ready for Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and now everyone's like, yeah, Christmas is a red Santa Claus um, with giving. Presents. Can, you, can you believe it? That's the weirdest thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah, very in strange. Japan, it's 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 uh, Kate, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders is the yeah. Colonel, uh, Colonel Fossil just, Fuel. <laughs> fossil Fuel. I'm just like so... <laughs> like, can, I, can I promo <laughs> my music? Where's so the... what you listen to was... Uh, <laughs> oh, we totally... I'm so sorry, Jacob. What, what we listen to is a track that me and my fiance Paula made. We have more songs on YouTube. Yes, what and, is it? What is it? And I paid Johnny a lot of money <laughs> to pay this, to promo it. A lot of sense. Yeah. And awesome. you, can, you can check us out at Paula and Jake with an ampersand. You know, it's Paula like PJ and Jake and Jake or PJ is. A I mean, it could be Phil Jake, but and you can look up songs like <laughs> Christmas Memories. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, which was the track. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is like a salesman. Uh, and then we have our new song as well this week, and, and we're doing this project called Advent, where every week, you know, in the weeks of Advent, we post a song, mm-hmm. a video. Song. Ooh, that's pretty and, cool. Yeah, and so we did three songs right because we're in the third week, right, of Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be the fourth one, and now the fourth one's coming out. So. If you're interested to hear the fourth one, check us out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, you should uh, put that on Bandcamp afterwards. I think people will. Yeah, special yeah, appearance by I Vin Diesel should, in the yeah. next one, right? Yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel. We we call them, but we'll see. He comes I, in. I, 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 he I didn't agree with your money on Johnny. You <laughs> 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 didn't have song. enough money for the octo bass, so you just got Vin yeah. Diesel his new voice. But anyway, yeah, that that's our stuff uh, project going on. So check us out if you like what you hear. Mm, I liked it so, very much. Thank you. It's very nice. It's, it's very great fun making the video songs. It's mm-hmm. been really fun. It's actually a lot of work to do the music and the video. Yeah, but the, the cool work. thing is the video DIY, is what you what you see is what you get. That means what you what you see is what you hear. Yeah, it's not the dubbed over takes, anything. It's the actual take. Oh, it's not the yeah. overdub. It's the actual take. Wow. Yeah, yeah. All actual takes. Pure, mm-hmm. pure. pure. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I recently found out? Uh, yeah. You know the scary pockets. Yes. Uh, so Adam Neely was in one of the episodes, and he's a YouTuber and a bass man, a music theory man that I watch. And he talked about the experience, which I didn't know because I just watched the videos of Scary Pockets. It's Scary Pockets is the side project of Jack Conte, the vice, the president of of, of Patreon and the uh, former Pomplamoose. Ma- Pomplamoose uh, man, and he's he's, he's a bald do- guy with a mustache, and a beard. Yeah. No beard. Oh, and okay. uh, and, 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 and that's and all I do- imagine. It's a it's a little, it's a little band, and they do funk covers, funk of, covers. of pop pop songs and stuff. And as I said, Adam Neely was, was one of those songs. And it, they say it's like they meet like an hour before. Everyone knows what song it is. And they just kind of work it out. What's it going to be? Practice mm-hmm. one, twice. And then they do it. And they record the video and the song. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, that's kind of what our process has been, actually. It's very interesting because the approach that's fun is if you just have an idea of what you want to do, roughly, mm-hmm. like what style you want to go in. You just riff it out on the guitar. You riff it out on the melodies, and like in in half an hour to an hour, you already have a song, you know, that you want right. to do. And then really the hard work is just laying out all the tracks, right, okay. and recording it, and then arranging it how you want it, uh, and then obviously getting all the footage of all the takes. Yeah, 
And then when you're done with that, then you, you know, mix the song and then you sync up the takes and then yeah. edit it. Hope in the, the takes video. are good. Well, you, yeah. you can't do anything about it because the take is the take. You can't change it. That's <laughs> the, the take, that's is the take, take. that's in the, in, the, in, the, in the track. So that's <laughs> interesting. I, I like the process. We should do some video songs. It'd be fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, where are we talking? About? Oh, yeah. I wanted to, since, we're, since we're on the topic of mm-hmm. uh, uh, cars, I recently <laughs> drove on the highway. Which oh, is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, I saw the picture of that. Yes. So I haven't driven that much mm-hmm. in my time in my life. Um, I got my license a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then I just didn't drive for years. Yeah. Know? And it was a very interesting experience driving on the highway because it was at night in the fog. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> that was scary. Very scary. <laughs> Yeah, I know I, the I highway is the most dangerous, but isn't that the easy? I just love it. Feels driving. the least dangerous. It's just it's, it's so simple. There's simple rules, and you know, I just, I enjoy it. Like like driving in a, in a, a town, and there's like a zillion things you have to watch out for. Rules because well, the, the nice thing about the highway is just like okay, the the the, the scary part is that you're driving at such a high speed, and yeah. you know you can't like stop. Like you can't be like I'm done. I'm done. I want to get off. <laughs> you, you you have to keep going, you know. Like it's I'm it. turning right here, boys. Oh, there's, there's people who are done. I've seen YouTube but videos the, of. But the great thing about it is that you just you know it, it it feels cool to go fast and you don't have to do much, right? Yeah. Uh, as opposed to what I hate. Uh, so my my pet peeve in driving mm-hmm. is well, first of all, I I can drive automatic. I'm not automatic. <laughs> I can drive. Well, wow, great. Way to go, champ. <laughs> I can drive a manual. And I'm good. I'm good at switching gears. I'm really good. I have a really good feel for it. Yeah. But I don't, do, I don't do, prefer do, 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 do you take it up to 5,000 RPM? <laughs> no, I don't know if I did. On that, Is it possible? I drove like uh, 110 kilometers an hour, 120 on the highway. What is well, that? Oh, it depends on your car. I mean, like, yeah, I was just talking about RPM, you know, like yeah, the revs. Know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to say that the pet peeve is that I don't like the whole being stuck in traffic and we have to do the little nudges, you know, like, oh, move forward a little bit. Yeah. And then you have to always put it in first gear, right? And then just vroom, vroom, yes. vroom, vroom. It's like, stop. The worst part is when you have to do that uphill. Man, the first time I got Ooh. stuck in a traffic jam uphill is just oh, so guys, frustrating. I have a story to tell. It's very lame. You guys will find it very uninteresting, but I thought it was interesting. I'm curious. Is that I ran... Uh, through a yellow light twice recently <gasps> uh-huh. and we were driving mm-hmm. and i felt like ken miles <laughs> <laughs> and we were driving and it's wow. like i'm going at a pretty good speed like you know 50 60 yeah. kilometers i don't know what that is miles per hour let's do that for our listeners so 60 kilometers per hour you know i just thought <coughs> someday we can do this like on twitch or we something that's 37 miles an hour something like that mm-hmm. it says here okay that was the speed i was going somewhere around there yeah, and it was a you know green light, and I was driving that speed, and I was getting yeah. super close, and it turned yellow, and it was it was kind of far actually, to be honest with you, it was yellow, and I was like, oh no, what do I do? And Paula's just like, just gas it, you have to gas it because you have to make the yellow light, and so it's, dude, it's actually was, much safer to do that than to brake. Exactly, and so I was just like, boom, and I gassed the pedal, and I felt like Ken Miles going through the yellow. I was like, well, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it. Uh. Thank so you what for, I was for the anticlimactic. <laughs> that, that, that That's my story. That's the gas. So have you guys had the experience, Tim? Gassing? I I had a, when I was do, when I was taking my lessons. I did the exact opposite. Oh no! Um, so I was uh, uh, my my driving instructor yelled at me because it was just it was coming up, and then I kind of was like thinking about all the things you know, switching gears and everything. And I realized you know it switched from green to yellow, 
and I just, you know, hit the brakes, you know, just immediately. And it's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing, man? Yeah, like, imagine dude. there was a huge semi truck behind you. Like, <laughs> yeah, they I, thought you said, thing, yeah. I thought he was going to say, imagine that there was a huge bear. I'm going to run into yeah, the bear. Right I was like, well, the imagine there's a truck. They can't break as much. Like, this is a tiny car. You broke easily. But imagine, you know, there's a, there's the, you know, you can't do that. Like, they will annihilate you unless you're like yeah. saving life there's like somebody actually jumping out in front of you yes break then different but you know a yellow light you know calm, calm down like a red light's different you know don't don't run on a red light like a maniac you'll die somebody's gonna you know t- uh, hit you from the side but like yeah yeah i agree those are the most dangerous drivers who are just like unpredictable you know just Dude, i think also the thing that also like, i don't know if it's like super i feel like a, i feel more confident now driving more i feel definitely mm-hmm. more confident but the thing that i don't like is the feeling where you're driving mm-hmm. uh, down a road with a couple of lanes and it feels you know feels fine but the thing is that at the same time you you um have to always be careful of people who aren't going to follow the rules correctly yeah. Like people on the side of you who will, let's say, want to, you know, go into your lane and they like just put their blinker on and be like, boop, and, and move into your lane, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, those, people, those are the worst. Cause now, so now basically you have two jobs. One job is to pay attention to the road, to the rules, make sure yeah. you're doing everything safe properly, and to the crazy drivers. The, the, yeah. the people not doing yeah. the, their so part. That, that's, that's the thing that's a little bit, you know. And if all our cars were, you know driven by self-driving we don't uh, have to worry about this yeah i, I know but you, you saw you saw how i like, think that the next it's still difficult wave like, is going to be like uber but self-driven cars i don't know man because and, and like the self-driving the cars future. still have a lot of things i know but let's say 20 30 years from now yeah. that seems like a good estimate I yeah think. i yeah. think so i mean they have a lot to go and and it's not going to be as safe unless all of them are self-driving to be yeah. honest that's <laughs> the thing yeah yeah because if they're all self-driving, they just talk to each other and just be like, oh, okay, we'll all drive the same speed. Like even like, you know, like the funny thing is I'm on a highway and we all have um, cruise control, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has that. cruise control, right? And it's it's amazing. You just set your speed and you're done. You don't have to right. think about it. Take your, take your foot off the pedal and whatever. In every modern car, yet I'm still on a highway and there's a limit, you know, 130. If all of us just set it to 130 and just drove the, you know, the, there would be no no problem. We would no, all get there in time. But there's those people, Tim. There's those guys there's who just have to too do fast. And there's people who try to do <laughs> slow. <laughs> and there's people. And you're like, like maybe you're on a highway. Like, um, who who said that? Or did this happen somewhere where it's like they have like limits, <coughs> like where where yeah. the uh, like like digitally the car is like no, like oh in this area you can't go slower or faster than this, and it locks your car. It's like it's like you're on a highway and there's like a normal like a modern car right in front of you, right? And it's a straight road. And and their brake light turns on, like what on mm-hmm. earth are you even braking for right now? Like even if you're not like a highway and you want to go slower, why are you braking? Just get off the pedal. Yeah, I'm just so confused. Pedal Maybe they have metal. automatic. Do you, it, you have to like. That's, that's a good question. I don't hey, know. So listen, don't know. Uh, guys, uh, the next movie that we're going <laughs> to yeah. is is called uh, Rush, and the reason why I picked Rush. 2013 film mm-hmm. is I hadn't seen it before right, and that's the Ron reason Howard. I was going to watch Speed was, Racer oh, yeah. <laughs> but then I figured I, I figured I remembered a lot of Speed Racer and I wanted to watch something I haven't seen which disclaimer is a good movie which yeah by the way I wanted to see before we get into that Tim have you seen Speed Racer yes uh, you guys what, convinced me to see it what did you think in brief I don't like, know like, a lot of eye candy I don't you didn't like it. it? The, I, I did not like the visuals, but I thought the story was. I think you I know think what? Maybe we should rewatch it at some story. point because I, I remember the last. Isn't generals? Isn't isn't the same dude in this? No, isn't no, it? no. I, I just the reason speed racing. Who plays like in racing? It? And, uh, who plays the speed guy racer? who plays in uh, the, the 
out to the wild. You know that story about the guy who went to Alaska? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, What's okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. his name. I know yeah, John well, Goodman I, is in it. That's all I remember. Yeah. But I thought it was an interesting film. It's a long-ass anyway, movie. My what, eyes hurt. What? Speed Racer? Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, what's so Rush? So Rush is a film about uh, uh, racing. Who, who would have thought? Ooh. We're back in I know. There. It's about... Uh, but it's, it's faster about, cars. Uh, it's about, yeah, Formula One, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like the fastest racing, isn't it? That's like the worst offender in this. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's like, if it's faster and more dangerous. Like, yeah. Oh. And so this is a film about uh, an Austrian race car driver, Formula One driver named Nicky Lauda. I know everything about Nicky Lauda. Played by General Zemo. That's <laughs> <laughs> General Zemo. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. And a British race car driver named, anyone know? James uh, Hunt is his name. Played James by who? Thor. Played by Thor. Hey, they're both in Marvel. Yeah, General Zemo versus Thor. That's what this was. And it, it tracks the stories about their like rivalry and them trying to win the championship. He does look like Nicky Lauda. Formula One. Anyway, I, I had, don't know if you know, but teeth. Lauda had an airline. Lauda Air. Oh, really? Was that his? Mm-hmm. No yeah. way. I think they're gone. Yeah, they're He's gone, Austrian. You guys. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah so we know a lot about him. I remember seeing him in all his way. No, not in person. So you claim that you know a lot about him. Let's hear now. Lauda. Come on. When did you meet him? On the golf course. When was he born? Yeah. I know his parents. No, no, no. I just remembered like seeing him in magazines and stuff and wondering who he was because I saw that he was, he had like weird marks on his face. Yeah, scarring. And then later on, I found out he had burn marks. Interesting. And, uh, Lauda Air was like, I saw stickers for the yeah, mascot. Yeah, I wanted to buy tickets with Lauda Air to like England. And then I, when, I went, when, I went, when I went back. And you're like, Nikki. <laughs> I, call, I called Phil. Where's Lauda? And uh, after when I came back, Lauda they were gone. It said, like, it said like Lauda Airline merged or went away or something. Oh, didn't he die recently? Nikki Lauda? He did. And that's the thing. He I, did? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Because like, I heard about this movie right? it came out. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I checked Wikipedia and he's alive. And he died, I think, this year. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. But he was a, you know, an old man. An old good. trail man. Uh, so yeah, this, this movie was about that rivalry. And, and I got to say, guys, um, you know, I, I didn't like it that much, to be honest with you. Really? <gasps> yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I, I, I felt like, okay, this is maybe an unfair comparison. Mm-hmm. But, but when I was watching the movie... I felt like the way it was structured mm-hmm. and like, I don't think it's a bad film in terms of how the characters were portrayed and the acting and things like this, but in terms of structure and how they told this story, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about Ford versus Ferrari. I was like, wow, like that movie, <laughs> that movie like flows and I had no issue like watching That's it. Hilarious. It, it made so think... much sense to me. Like it was like, this is a, a very intriguing story. And this was, you know, in some senses, it reminded me of like Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, where you have like these, <laughs> these, uh, these, uh, these, these, these like um, Greatest compilations hits. of like, oh, and then they raced here and then they raced there. And then, oh, now we're at this race. And then, <laughs> and then they meet each other and they talk a little bit. And then it's like a little, yeah. you know, banter and then this and this. And then we're off to this. And then finally the big race is here. And then he wins. And then at the end, you know, like I was kind of hoping for a, a proper like sort of narrative. And what's the. This is director of Ron, Ron Howard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, before so, I, uh, so yeah, that, that, that was my initial impressions. And so it's, it was a very strange kind of, it didn't feel like there was any kind of meat in the movie to me. Mm-hmm. So it was a vegan movie. Yeah. Before I comment on your, uh, opinion, I just want to say, <laughs> since you mentioned Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. I was, was watching these two movies. I was really wondering, like, I wonder, cause 
when we watch Bohemian Rhapsody, you kind of have a little bit of idea of Queen. You have a little bit of idea how records are made and how the business works. And you're looking at it like, this is all wrong. I wonder if mm-hmm. people who know about these events and know about racing, if these movies right. seem the same way. So, it's, yeah, maybe if you if you are a race person, if you're listening and you Probably. watch If you're a racist. <laughs> if you're a racist, exactly. If you're a racist and you watch most of these movies, well, let us know what you think. Is was this Was this racist enough for you or not? So, so... Yeah. It's a funny thing is I had the exact opposite um, impression. Really? I really liked the movie. What I thought it was lacking was in the casting and the acting. And I would I would say this mo- movie would be better if someone like Christian Bale was acting. And there's it, nothing wrong with Zemo and Thor. But I think I would <laughs> say the they, would, they, would, they didn't, I didn't, didn't carry the movie f- for me because like... I think for 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 Zemo going with Nikki Lauda, I think it was a little bit too much of a character character to me. Like it yeah, didn't like, feel yeah, like a real yeah. person. What while Thor didn't really offer anything. Like yes, he was hot and he was like hot headed, but I think like that stuff like like you know his I was character look, I was like which you have like in the, Ragnarok. Like yeah, that's like not I was shining for through. What is behind these characters and what is the actual? But as far you know, as the story, you know, I really enjoyed it much more than um, Le Mans because. It wasn't so one-sided. I liked the fact that oh, you just no one was the, the bad guy and no one was the good guy. It was you had the both perspectives. That, that, is, that is good. I think. Yeah. And, and, and the, the the point was the relationship and you know the the surrounding how crazy it was and no one was portrayed as bad. You know they did both mistakes and they were both assholes to each other. But it was it was a like a clean approach to to just kind of portray how how things were. Interesting. And, and I liked it going back and forth. I didn't know what the story was. You know like. In, in the middle of the movie, you know, Mickey Loud has his accidents, and I had no idea where it's going to go afterwards or when when it's going to end. It was just like seeing it like well, that, actually, that was much more enjoyable mm-hmm. to me than right. Bucky yeah. America. That was I, I know, I understand. <laughs> Those are good points. Um, but I wanted to say what I found interesting was that at the end of the film, when uh, James Hunt, he's like, "Oh, I gotta go party," and I don't, you know, I'll I'll race later, mm-hmm. and then he ended up retiring, you know, in real life, and he stopped yes. doing racing. That was interesting because I thought for some reason I had the wrong impression that this uh, James Hunt guy was like the playboy crazy speed lover who died racing. That's why for some reason I thought that was, good. Oh, that was really? my That's impression. Good. I don't know. And I thought Nicky Lauda was the reasonable, you know, guy who understood <laughs> yeah. the dangers and he maybe was injured. But he survived. Well, that's because the poster. Remember the poster? Maybe. It was exactly like Thor. The first Thor poster it was just his face. Yeah, just, just yeah. Face. So, so maybe that's why I found that interesting that, that at the end he he just kind of was yeah to that and then kind of can we just talk about like can you believe poster you know companies think that the intensity of someone's face is enough to sell don't get me on the concept companies man what don't get me started on posters (laughs) okay we'll do that next time so no it's okay i'm just like it's 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 weird but you you know interesting things yeah go go ahead no, no, you, you go. I, I, I don't know. I'm saying, what, what are some other interesting things about this film? What is interesting I, I, about it? What, well, there's Raiffeisen Bank, the which is interesting. Oh. <laughs> what? Why? Raiffeisen Bank. I don't know. Just yeah, Raiffeisen. Raiffeisen. Because right, you're they, from they Austria? Were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. One but thing on, that was Tim. interesting to me was um, the comparison between Nikki and uh, Hunt. And it was mm-hmm. just like the... So you have the raw talent and, you know, Hunt. And then you have the craftsman on the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've been thinking about like th- throughout my life. And I wanted to ask you guys, like, where do you mm-hmm. see y- yourself as on that spectrum? Because one is, you know, like Hunt, he has the raw talent, 
and and I don't know what talent actually is, but he has a, a natural way of, of 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 driving. But he doesn't work on it. He doesn't think about it, and yeah. he's often very um, like emotional, as in he's just really he, he's basically he didn't just work on it to do it good. So so when it's not working, it's very confusing, and you know he goes drinking or he's upset about it. You know, and and that, that's a you know a person like that you can identify like you know like let's say you never work on your drawing right you just kind of like mm-hmm. kind of works for you and everything and then when it doesn't or like let's say making music or whatever you do in your life right and then when it doesn't you're upset like you're trying to make something but you don't know how to get there because you never worked right. on the craft you don't know the theory you don't know how to get to that point sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't it's gonna be very frustrating if it doesn't that's like mm-hmm. one spectrum and on the other hand you have nikki who's just like super you know uh like uh, he comes from the theory, he knows what means about cars. You know, if he does mm-hmm. that, this will happen, and he's like super confident. And you know, he's he's the master craftsman. He you know, he he understands what he's doing. You mm-hmm. know, and and like to me personally, like I, I I oftentimes things I do, I'm on the raw talent kind of things. I don't know anything about it and just kind of wing it, and it works. But then it's super frustrating <laughs> because when you want to advance it, you you don't know yeah. how. So like. That's where I am, but I wish I was the craftsman. Yeah. I just don't have the I, I attention. Think, <laughs> I think that's interesting that you said this, but I would probably distinguish it a little different. I would say that okay. it's not necessarily about because I, I feel like <coughs> if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that Nikki Lauda is maybe sort of um, more into the theory of what he's doing, and therefore because he knows the theory better, he can advance. Oh no, I mean like it, like the the like that's one part of it. Like one is mm-hmm. yeah, like exercise, and one is like working it out you know like like understanding it you know not not just like right. learning the theory of a book okay but okay yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah like a systematic approach to it yeah i think the way i would probably distinguish it is you have uh if you have the raw talent mm-hmm. then you need to develop uh the habit to work so i have a plug i'm reading a book which mm-hmm. is a recommended book that i've heard for years recommended by all kinds of people and everyone says like man if you mm-hmm. Uh, are a craftsman or are you working on something <laughs> or yeah, an artist or whatever it's a good book you should Minecrafting. Read it. I, I would highly recommend it. it's called <laughs> the war of art by Stephen pressfield it's actually a really short book mm-hmm. um, but he talks about exactly what you're saying tim here and he's talking about that if you want to advance if you want to get better at what you're doing basically you can't rely on like what james mm. hunt does he relies on waiting for the muse he puts it waiting yes. for the muse yes. to arrive that means that james hunt is running around drinking beer partying and he's like oh hopefully it'll arrive when i go and race you know yeah. maybe it's like but the end like, bell approach who knows, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like, 50, it could be 50 50 chance could be even worse that maybe the it's muse magic arrives we don't every, know how it works yeah, every yeah, three yeah. weeks you know and so what he argues in the book is just saying that in his experience is that you need to work every day. You need to um, do what you're doing every single day, or at least regularly, maybe yeah. not every single day, but that's the best case scenario, but you need to keep doing it. And so I would say that in my opinion, it's not so much about like l- learning per se, like specifically learning or, or like systematically approaching it, mm-hmm. but just over time, you pick up things that you understand how they work and how they work for what your craft is. Mm-hmm. So over time, you you know, people who are experienced, the reason why they're better than other people, they might not be even more talented. They just picked up all the tricks and they understand they, how to they put understand that in context. understand the meaning of it yeah, in context. Yeah. In context. Yeah. They know, oh, well, I've done this before and this will work, this won't. Why? Well, because of that. 
Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a huge difference between someone who's like super talented, but they don't know how to use that. And that's how people get the big bucks. Yeah. But Unless like, they try I, I could even, so to me, that's fascinating. That's what mm-hmm. I'm kind of learning is very interesting is that there's one thing to be interested in the sort of pure art uh, and, you know, yeah. your own personal yeah. craft. But at the same time, it's even more interesting to learn how to be more, you know, rounded out and sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah. What what is what is it that makes the professionals? Yeah, professionals. It's that I think. Yeah, but like yeah. even I would even build up on like let's say like okay, so you have two approaches, right? The systematic theory and the raw talent, like and the you know systematic thing, like you don't have the uh, like sort of instinctive thing to it, but you understand the theory, so you can mm-hmm. do it some way, right? But you don't, you you can maybe never be, you can never have the sparkle, you know, the creativity. On the other hand, like raw, you know, like when when it's working, it's working. When it isn't, it's frustrating. You don't know what to do. So like you said, you practice it. And there's definitely like, let's say in movies, I know directors who never learned, or like actors who never learned a theory or anything. They just did it enough. So they kind of pave their own way and, and they have their own way of understanding it, right? And then it gives them to like a level of expertise. Right. But I think the next level is if you do that and you also know the theory, you're like, you're like, god level right now that's like the uh, end I, I i guess but I, w- I wouldn't i wouldn't go so far to say that automatically if you know the theory you're better I no, no 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 but i'm saying that. on top of that like oh, let's say if like you have all three bonus. like this is this is all three things like if mm-hmm. i think of like master composers oh you're saying like all basically like, they've they've maximally um um They've maximized their their probability. Yeah, like they have the so-called yeah. talent or whatever is the natural approach. Gotcha. You know, they, yeah. they 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 work on it, and they take their time to learn the theory. You know, like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. like that's that's what I would like to be. But like, I am like nowhere near any. But that's of why that. I think that if you this is how I look at it. Like I know that I'll never learn, let's say, music theory. You know, in in a, in a well <coughs> enough way to be super yeah. useful or intricate. I know that. So I'm just going to take the other well, approach. Why, do, why would you, why would you, why, why you think so? Why do you think oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I think because I... Yes, why do you think so? I don't Jacob? know. I, I just feel like I, that's one so? huge weakness of mine where I can't seem to focus enough to learn. You know, oh, so it's just not theory. focus. Uh, uh, yeah, like, like a, I think I have some strange it. like way of learning things and I don't, I, it never seems to stick and I never figured out a system of what, how can I make it stick for me? Well, with it's music theory, laziness. one thing that, that I found out is like, it, it works well if you just like you learn like a like a music theory principle and then you go immediately and practice it like try yeah. it out that really that, like you 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 connect the uh like the theoretical part with the practical and like an emotional part and like yeah, oh, yeah that's a good way it, like you know you learn how to create it and then how to feel because like but what's interesting thing, yeah yes yeah, so, sorry like we, we like me and jake used to make music all the time like and we still do and, and a lot of times i'll like create a song and they don't know how to finish it and, and it would be just so frustrating because it's like there was the spark at the beginning and then you're like what what do i do with it now you know what i mean and that's when <laughs> how like, do we live our lives comes to hand it's like yeah i, I agree with you because like, for instance i know let's say there's some things i learned or even like you said the basics like i kind of a few years ago like learned mm-hmm. a little bit about like the circle of fifths in music yeah, and those kinds of com- concepts, I don't fully understand it, but there's some of those concepts. <laughs> I learned it, realize. but I understand it. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. It's true. But I'm saying I learned of it, yeah. and I kind yeah. of learned to apply some of the principles. Yeah. And then you realize, wow, like making a song is way easier when you know some of these things. Yeah. Yes, because then you go, oh well, how do we end the song? Like you said, well, we throw in this chord because that yep. fits in this, you know, pattern. 
for a reason. It works. You yeah. don't have to pick it, but yeah. it's going to work. And that's know, very for, true. You're solving the that's problem. Very true. But you and know, then you can solve it faster and you can move on. You know, you don't <laughs> have to With your stuck. life. Yeah. But there's people who actually don't want to learn theory because it, they're scared it's going to take away. But like that's, dude, I don't agree with that at all. I, I don't know. I understand bogus. that. Either. It's like, I don't want to, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to play naturally. I never no. want to know. Because like that, that reveals the truth. It needs the, to the be. truth is you have to reveal all of it if you're that's gonna like be weird good. to me that's like yeah that's you, could just, you could just learn what it what it means and to and, me i'm sorry that's uh, that's an excuse that i don't count that as anything else yeah. an excuse. Um, but i think this like this is like we're talking about music but that relates to like I, i'm pretty right. sure with like phil you like drawing and painting like yeah you can like sit there and and try to whip out a painting but if you learn you know uh but you learn let's say anatomy, anatomy if you learn these different yeah. things which perspective helps your you drawing know, yeah right? Like oh, yeah. uh, gesture drawings and everything, it, it it helps you put down your ideas, you know. And maybe there's people like in drawing, like oh, I don't, I just want to, I just want to feel it. I don't, I never want to understand. Yeah. yeah, but you have to if you want to be good. Like, cause you know, I always think of like you know, like the Japanese craftsman, you know, making some some wooden box, and he's like doing it throughout the years, you know, and he's just like expert, like sanding you know? it, and it's just, yeah. and it's like he's completely sure of it, you know. Like I think of. An yeah. opposite of someone like like a music artist who dies at age of twenty seven, you know, with drug overviews, because it's like <laughs> drug overviews, overviews, <laughs> exactly. Overviews. <laughs> it's like you know, like they did something by Mr. accident, overviews. you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. and then they become famous, but like they never had the time you can't to understand yeah. what how is. they got there. So and then they can't do it, and it's like so much pressure. You have all this money. What are you gonna do? Like it's like I could. That is interesting. I wonder about that as well. Like you think that let's say people who have you sort of created something that's resonated with people. Yeah, you yeah. wonder like, man, if they sort of, you know, understood more about like the context of how they got to where they got with that, maybe they would, you know, be able to write even more or you so know, explore true. other avenues that might, they might have not. Yeah. They otherwise, might have not otherwise interesting. instead of being stuck in the same room. Yeah. When I was like yeah. a dumb young lad, I would be always think like, oh man, like if I just made this one song and like people love it, popular, like I'd, I'll be, you know, sorted. And and then from then yeah. it'll be just the way, like, and now when I'm older, I'm like, oh God, thank God that didn't happen. Like, yeah. imagine, <laughs> like what would I do? <laughs> but it is interesting that because I think you also learn, like the more you do, the more you learn about like, well, you learn like, hey, this might work, this might not work. And then you kind of see from there, which is part mm -hmm. of the process, I think. Whereas I think thinking of what you were saying is more like, you know, you just want one thing and then you, you don't know how to move on. Don't know yeah. why. So guys, I'm so how, sorry how to how say this, but I think we're gonna have to start wrapping things up here. Keep that in mind. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been some time. And, we didn't ask um, Phil what he thought of the movie at all. We just, oh. and Jake talked about it. <laughs> well, um, I didn't see it. What? <laughs> you you jackass. And, and there prepared. I thought we're going to have a non-violent and non-confrontational episode. <laughs> and I thought... I, ran out, I ran out of time. I ran out of time. Jacob said we're recording today. I'm like, what? We discussed this. No. Oh, we like, discussed oh, this it's in the like chat. the concept of two weeks. Like that's not known <laughs> Shut to Shut up. Shut up. He time is like... It's like we have to... You, you, like, you don't have this a is, clock? He, he, calendar? This is... He can't check the chats. We have to. So, so, I, so, so, I, made is, a, so I made a calendar no. that every two weeks no. there's even a note, there's no, even a notification no, 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 two no, days no. before that the episode's no. coming out. No, Tim, I promise. I'll, every other time I'll do it. I'll do it. This is this was a, a weird wow. a hiccup. It was a setup. It was a sting operation. It didn't work out. No, I'm, you're on your own, Phil. I'm, no, oh Jacob, you said it was okay. You said it was okay. <laughs> what do I have you to do with it? Yeah, uh, let me try. I said it was okay. Yeah, today I, I said, what am I gonna do? I need to go back home. 
and I need to watch the movie. And you're Phil, like, it's going to be okay. Phil, these are your troubles, not okay. mine. No, don't leave me here. Just, don't just, just throw them on the bus. Jacob, no. That's amazing. No, no, but I'm serious. I don't know how this has to do with anything with me. No, yeah, yeah. Jacob, please. No, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so that's good. I, I'm glad I found that out. No, no, um, no, so, no, 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 no. So we're going to skip no, Phil. I'm sorry. Jacob, what, what did you learn no. by watching these two movies? Um, no, so stop. I learned. What <laughs> stop? We're doing the show. I'll watch it and then I'll put myself, just put, put my voice <laughs> Photoshop in. Photoshop yourself in there. <laughs> At the, in, in post. I'll do that. How's that? Is that okay? Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. I don't know. You must learn, <laughs> so you must learn the I, hard what way. I, what I think is that these movies are um, different but similar. <laughs> no, um, no, I just want to say that um, uh, I, have, I have no sum- summation. Uh, racing is is strange and interesting at the same time mm-hmm. for reasons we talked about today mm-hmm. on this show. Uh, I wanted to say that these movies, like I told you, can be seen as like sports films in a way. And uh, I, I guess uh, sports films are their own category as well. I don't know where I'm going with this. You take <laughs> over, Tim. Well, I, what I learned is that if you want to race your car, just push your car to that red zone of 7,000 RPM, and that's mm, when you're going to feel right. it. So feel I'm it. too afraid to do it to my car because I don't want to ruin it because I have to use it. Um, but if True. anyone wants to lend me their car so I can push it to that 7,000 RPM and feel what it likes to race, maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll be able to go like, maybe, let's maybe use up all the epiphany. dino juice. Give me that dino juice. <laughs> juice. <laughs> so I can go up and to 7,000 RPM feel, and feel, feel alive. Feel alive. Um, yeah, I like I mean, to. I, I would like to see a combination of these two movies. Maybe have the stars mm. from Le Mans and the story from Rush, and just mush it. So we could call it Le Rush, Le Rush. <laughs> the two or movies. we could do, or we could do, um, uh, Rush Man, Rush Man. You know what's the Rush you know, you know what's like the, the <laughs> most right. telling thing is like, I don't know nothing about racing or racing movies. I kept comparing everything to cars because that's the only movie I know about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is like that scene from Cars. And then I felt like such a chumbo, like freaking Pixar movie about talking cars. Yeah. That's like the, my, my best point of reference. <laughs> did you ever, did you, any of you, like, what, is there a racing movie that comes to mind? Hmm, racing. Like a car racing movie. I can't think of like I, There's I like lots of like car either. chases in movies, obviously. Yeah. That's interesting. But like, I just keep thinking of car racing games. Star Wars like Episode 1. What's your, what's your favorite car racing game car of racing. all time? I think, yeah, Forza. Forza? I, I remember. Gran Turismo 2. Oh, man. That's classic. Midtown Madness. That's where Grand it's at. Uh, no, that's your, it's your game. No, we played Gran Turismo 2 on the PlayStation 1. Uh-huh. And then I played a bit of Forza on the Xbox. Forza was the pretty good, yeah. You remember the original Forza? Forza? You didn't play that, Tim, I'm pretty sure. No, no, I just the played gen. the new one. The, the, what, what was the one I have? The Horizon? Uh, I don't know. Event yeah, Horizon. it's like the free roaming in, in UK. Yeah. But that's all it's I can like, think of. Is it, and, and then Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> the best, yeah, yeah. The best representative. You know. Just drifting. Just drifting yeah. around. So, oh yeah, I forgot to ask you. So, what would you guys say? First movie recommended or no? In, as far oh. as I'm concerned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say, well, that's, if your point of reference is kind of limited, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would say, I would say recommended if you are interested in. Um, Christian Bale changing uh, historical, changing body weight for every role. No, if you're interested in like a biopic e mm-hmm. film that involves racing and is is sporty. 
in that sense. I think I think you'd probably find it yeah. interesting and enjoyable. If that's not your thing, I think probably then no. Yeah. And, and um, as far as yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. What would you say? Oh no no. I, I, the, I, I, I would I would I would I would maybe if you have to if you want to watch one of these I would I would personally go for maybe number two more. Mm-hmm. You'd say Rush. Yeah yeah. Hmm. I'd say Ford. It's interesting. Yeah, Phil. Um, which one? Which one? Which, which one? one you can turn the wild card back. I recommend Rush. Cars. The yeah. Pixar. Let's watch Cars. Yes. It's not Speed. Even one of the films. Speed. Mm. What does he say? Fast and the Furious. Okay, That's guys, a racing movie. Uh, we have to wrap right? this up here. Yeah, I don't know. To, to be yeah. on time. So let's just say that this was an interesting episode. I thought it was yeah. interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's pat ourselves on the back. Thank you all for participating. But we have an announcement to make. That's which right. Is that well, thank you first of all to everyone listening. That is you yeah. specifically, who have us in your ears or on speakers. Yeah. Thank you so much for participating in our survey, our twofold yeah. survey. And uh, we it's sh- still open. Sure, appreciation. It's still open. Go to the twofold survey, please. Twofold survey is linked up, and uh, we're going to keep it up for. Yep until the next release of the episode, because we have something special in store for you, which we mentioned last time, and it's announced here, the official two-fold bagarino. Bagarino! Bagarino! Two-fold bagarino. And what is yeah. the bagarino? Well, who wants to <laughs> you'll explain You'll find it? out. You'll, you'll find out next Oh, we'll find out episode. about the bagarino. But if you yeah. want to participate in the bagarino, then you'll have to put a, a name... That we can shout out. Yeah. So we can see way, exactly what say, you say, what you put the, on the ratings. Well, I want to say this, that some people make comments about how ridiculous our setup is for our survey. <coughs> Frank! But, exactly. Who? Thank you. What do we mean ridiculous? <coughs> okay. Explain. And in ridiculous in the way that... Scotland. That like a survey where you have to put your name, therefore defeating the purpose of a survey, like being anonymous, right? We, now, we are aware of this. We are we fully are aware, aware of this. this. And we talked about say, this for, for half, half an hour. We did, we did. And what I wanted to say is that to find a little bit of a compromise, I wanted to say that if you want to fill out the survey and you want to participate in the Bagarino, <laughs> then you don't have to put your actual name yeah. on the survey. You can literally make something up. Like you can say uh, Jim or like, uh, you know, uh, PJ Max or whatever. Like just just put something yeah. if you really don't want to be... if you want to use... Yeah, Fassel, for instance. And the cool thing is that then we can say on the podcast episode, like, hey, Fassel won. Fassel right? won the bag your name, And we won't know who it is who took the survey. We have no clue who you are. And then the cool thing is then when you contact us and say, hey, I won the survey. No, we'll know then. Then we'll know. Then we'll know. Mm. <laughs> the as well, well you will anyway. know. So, but that's what we said. If you want to, cu- if you want to, you know, in the survey and to win, if you want to bag, bag we know. Then saying, you, you, but we'll, you, we'll we'll know eventually who what their answers were. That's okay. I I, I like that's. But the, we, we explained that that that's okay. Uh, if you don't it, want yeah. your answers to be known, unfortunately, you can, you can join uh, the uh, join the bagarino. It's a catch twenty two, but, but you know we made it. But up. you know, like it's. Well, well, next year we'll do it without the survey. We just, yeah. we, you know, we wanted to give a thank you to people who do survey because we it did. really helps. We actually it listen. Does help. Absolutely, right. read the responses and read, a lot and of and things read, made we, sense. Absolutely, a lot of things made sense, and we were gonna we we're going to work on implementing some of these changes because we think that you know a lot of the stuff. We agree with what you guys yeah. <clears throat> shared. So thank you. So official Bagarino. Bagarino. Announcement. Are we announcing the winners next? We episode? should, yeah. I think. Two winners, next, right? Next, yeah, in, in Fortnite. So two randomly selected a what? Bagarino In a, in a Fortnite. In a Fortnite, yeah. Is that right, guys? Did I get it right? Bagarino. Yes, 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 yes. Two, two, ba- two, ba- two bagarinos. Bagarinos. Wow. 
Um, and uh, and then we'll do another survey. We we can ask you about how we handled the survey. We can voice your opinions. Frank, <laughs> uh, survey on the survey. <laughs> yeah. How do we handle the survey? Yeah. Did you like this? Do you cool. like fossil fuels? Fossil. Yeah. Fossil fuels. Uh, thank you, everyone, for for listening. Yes. Uh, thank you, guys, for joining me. You're welcome. For, yeah. For for so letting th- me you host. The you're, you're welcome. And who's next hosting? Phil. Oh yeah. Join us next time when Phil hosts and I don't watch either of the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks. So, uh, yeah. So, Phil, are you done? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We got it. Is that it then? I think that's it. Randy and I. Yeah. The music's really loud. Christian Bale dies. The music is blazing. So, anyway, thank you, everyone. Oh boy.